Hey guys, this is Yogi Chris, PhD of NinthLimb.com, and I'm with Miro on Boss to Boss. If you want to take control of your life, and if you want to make the shift and go after your dreams and passions, I highly recommend you check out Boss to Boss podcast. It archives everything that you need to know from various entrepreneurs that's going to take you to the next level when you see how other people have done it. So I hope to see you on the podcast next time. Welcome to Boss to Boss. Today's episode is Rants and Recaps, R&R 66. We got Steve Wiley in, uh, in his big chair over there, ready, ready, ready to spit some knowledge at y'all. He got Miro, we slow, like we are slow, but we really, really aren't. Steve's favorite line. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we're about to crush it. Business and technology. Oh, yeah. Business oh, yeah. and technology. How reliant are we? Can we succeed and live without it? The technology part. Yeah. Well, I mean, just to, just to preface everything, and the reason we were talking about this is because anybody that lives in the, the Midwest or, you know, uh, Chicagoland area, I guess pretty much the middle of the country, um, had a huge blizzard. I don't know where, you, where you're at right now, but, um, you know, anywhere – in, in Chicagoland, I mean, pretty much the power was out a lot. A lot of places, my power was out for a considerable amount of, a considerable amount of time. And as you know, you know, I have an internet-based based business. You know, I mean, we we work on computers. So when the power and the internet's out, it's kind of uh, standstill. And it's and, uh, <laughs> and on behalf of Steve Wiley and Boss to Boss Productions, we apologize on the delay of the release of Monday's episode with. Adam Lewis Walker, as that was actually to do with the power power outage. Yeah, yeah, it was a real pain. It's actually funny because the power went on a couple times as I was uploading it, oh, and I I had to actually attempt to upload it four different times, and three of those times the power cut out right in the middle. So it was like it was ridiculous. And then the last time it cut out, it didn't come back on for another day. So you know, I mean, everything else that I was doing. Yeah done and at the same time it gets scary when you're like when you have like a computer working so hard and the power gets cut it's bad for the computer and like i just bought a whole brand new setup so the power cut out one time before during a storm and i had to i had to replace something that was like 300 bucks in it because it gets short circuit right yeah yeah i bought a really good power supply uh power um you know uh surge protector mm -hmm. so that's one thing of a piece of advice that I give anybody if you have anything that's expensive don't just say ah it won't happen to me right. because it will you know that surge protector is very very important because uh you know uh lightning strikes and you know you never know there's so many things that 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 uh can break sometimes it's uh it's almost impossible to figure out what it is and then you have to just replace everything especially so, in a computer so if 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 a listener or just me in general, I'm really reliant on my computer every day, day to day. Not, I mean, you you take that to a whole nother level because your whole business, you know, you're running it off of computer. What would you get? What kind of search projector? Like, how much did you have to spend? I'm not really familiar. Um, so there's a couple different options. There's one uh, is just a general search protector. I mean, it, they're not all the same. Don't you know? One one of the things that I I'm not. Specific brands aren't necessarily as important as mm -hmm. like the quality and, and how much uh, protection there is. Um, so I would say like a surge protector anywhere from like 50 bucks 
upwards. Uh, that's that's one of those things where you can never be too uh, uh, careful. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't want to skimp on that type of stuff. Um, another thing, for, especially for for computer systems and things like that, is called an uninterruptible power supply. So it's basically like a battery backup. So um, you can set up like if you have like um, like what I have here, I have I have a, a pretty beefy setup that has multiple monitors on it. So Do like, you have visuals for us. I don't have the visual right now, and I'm not going <sighs> to move the camera, obviously. But all it's right. all it's pick all pick up back the here. whole computer, pick it all up. Yeah, on, it's man. all it's all down here. But like um, so so it's set up so if if the power does go out, um, like a, a uninterruptible power supply, you can make it so if the power does get cut, um, then it'll it'll tell the computer to shut down. And it'll give you like a 20 minute um, or depending on how big the battery is, it'll give you like that extra bit of juice so it doesn't shut down all at once, you know, and fry itself. So I don't have one of those yet. And that's the next thing that I'm going to get because um, thankfully nothing broke this time. But uh, you never know. You can't so, be too So that careful. still lets you operate for a little bit, right, if you're finishing things up? Yeah, like it'll, 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 it'll basically give the computer an opportunity to shut itself down. So nothing like the right way, you know, mm -hmm. um, and depending on how you set it up, you'll either have to do it yourself or it'll automatically recognize and go into shutdown. So it's, you know, that's a little bit complicated, but, you know, I know we talked to talk a lot about, a, you know, entrepreneurship and things like that. So anybody that, um, you know, has invoices, obviously, you know, everything's mm -hmm. done pretty much on the computer. You know, the la the worst thing that could happen is your computer gets fried, like your hard drive or something like that, and you didn't have backups and you didn't have, you know, uh, you didn't have like anything like what we're talking about, some sort of safeguard, um, and you lose all your customers' information. That's like a nightmare. You're you're basically out of business because what are you going to do? You don't even know who to call. You know, I mean, if you have enough clients, you don't even have their contact information. Um, mm -hmm. There's some horrible nightmare stories that I've heard from people, uh, and that's definitely not something that you want to deal with. So that's just a word of advice and. Um, I'm I'm glad I I'm glad I uh I invested in this this uh surge protector uh when I did because it probably would have been much worse. Or you could just be like me and have a laptop and just never plug it in. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. one way. Uh how would you how so how are you protecting yourself? Uh, you have the surge protector, but what about all of your clients' data, things like that? What if you weren't able to have access for the entire week? So what would yeah, that's done. That's a good question, and that goes back to having backups, um, especially for for like uh, web hosting and things like that. Like, I don't necessarily have all the information uh, locally on my end. I mean, I have access to it all, but the majority of the customer information, all the important things, are in the cloud, and um, they can be accessed from any computer, any internet connection with the right you know uh, accounts. Um, that, and then also. You know, you don't want to depend 100% on the cloud. I also make uh, regular um, physical backups at specific time mm -hmm. with a with a you know an external hard drive. So you know, if if say for instance something goes down and I don't have cloud access, I could plug in one of the backups and it'll be good. If a virus happens or something like that, you know, everything will kind of have an air gap between it. So you know, it's always a really good idea to to make sure that you regularly do backups um, just to be safe. You know, don't depend on any one thing, uh, and uh, and and then you should be good to go. So you know, that's just uh, 
probably the best thing that you can do. And I take it the reason for the external hard drive backup is clouds, you know, as reliable as they are nowadays, there's still there there still could be a hack attack, right? There still could be some sort of disturbance, right? You know, I mean, well, sure, chances sure, are yeah. slim, but you never know. Yeah, I mean, bottom line is there's there's the one of the safest places you can have things is in the cloud, but you have to understand that the cloud just means somebody else's computer. Mm-hmm. You know, so like mm-hmm. if you don't have access to your own files when you need them on demand, then you're just depending on somebody else, and that's basically putting your uh, your life in somebody else's hands, and it's never a good thing to do. Do you still hold any files, uh, any paper files, or no? Uh, yes, important, very important things. Uh, I'll I'll obviously have a, a digital copy, but then a hard copy as well, um, just because it's just. I don't know. It's old school way, but it works. I mean, um, but yeah, I don't have anything that's just on paper. Or, you know what I mean? Like I definitely scan everything and put it in the right place, you know, so so I can have access to it anywhere. So, you know, um, nowadays it's like, I don't know. I, I very rarely go into my file cabinet. It's only when like people send forms and things like that and I need actual signatures. But uh, those all are scanned too. So, what about you? Do you do you do you hold paper files still? Almost none. I honestly, I well, with Hodgepodge, we wanted to go green with everything, and that mm-hmm. that I had to kind of start that up with the culture at the very top, and the culture. I guess the culture to trickle trickle down everywhere. No yeah. paper everywhere. Like I mean, yes, yeah. we do do like flyers and things like that, which uh, I'm still kind of looking at other ways, maybe using some products that are more. Uh, environmentally sustainable but uh yeah for the most part everything i've ever gotten has been scanned in or taken well nowadays you got these apps like the adobe i think it's adobe photo that's the app i, I believe uh um, where you can just you take a picture and scan yeah, it and it yeah. turns into a pdf instantly mm-hmm. yeah and goes right into your cloud right away and then boom like i yeah and then yes i'll do the occasional backup on the hard drive as well mm-hmm. so i got like stuff on my computer, uh, I have another computer, like a backup computer at the office, and then I have the cloud, and then I have a hard drive, which I need to start doing more often because you just never know. Yeah. And I, I almost don't have any documents left. I only have probably the couple like LLC organizational documents. Sure. That's about it. And maybe a couple original original purchases, like the very first things. Um, but I, I don't even need those anymore, to be honest. Yeah, uh, it's all really accessible online too. Like if you, if you reach out, if you look out online, you know there's usually records somewhere, or or your attorney might have these documents legally for the next, I believe like six, five seven years. What's the I can't remember the law right now. Hmm. Um, they keep changing things all the time. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, I'm definitely and I, honestly, like you like you said it. When do you actually go into your cabinet and look through those things? Very Usually things just yeah. pile up on top, up on top, and then three, four years down the road, you're like, man, why did this pile get here? How do I throw things out? And you start going through it. <laughs> it's all going to get thrown out eventually, right? I, it almost seems like. Yeah, well, I mean, when when we were when you guys were actually moving us uh, when we moved here, uh, that's one of the things that I went through before because you know a heavy file cabinet full of garbage, that's that sucks. So I went through it and. 
I had lots and lots of stuff mm-hmm. that I was like, I don't need any of this. Why is this even in here? Yep. So, so like of the vast majority of stuff that was in my file cabinet, mm-hmm. I, I looked at it, just skimmed through it, just threw it all in the garbage. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, if it's really important, you probably would look at it. Uh, it's, so it's nice and, and shameless plug here, but with, with, you know, spring cleaning coming up before you know it, it's a great time to kind of reflect and actually set a day or two aside. We're going to be doing some, uh, some posts about that. Uh, for hodgepodge some blog posts nice. about le- legit just you know going through your stuff because a lot of times you look at it and you're like why the hell did i keep this stuff like what do i yeah. need these random like pieces of paper instruction manuals or things that you know it's all online now you could literally right. just get bags and go recycle this stuff um and actually repurpose it towards something that's more useful like i don't know Paper straws. There we go. <laughs> That's a new thing right now. Paper straws. I don't know. Paper you, straws. Huh? Yeah. Have you drank out of one yet? No. No, I haven't. It's I, kinda, I actually kind of weird. I don't, I don't know. I, I don't really use straws. I think. I mean, the only time that I really use straws, I think now is if I get fast food, and that's very rarely. Um. So I mean, I don't know. Do you use a lot of straws anyway? No, it's only at restaurants. So I was out to eat and. Um, the, the place had a paper straw, cardboard straw. I was, it yeah. was so weird because as you're drinking it, the longer you're using it, the it's getting softer and soft, softer. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> it was kind of weird. And then they give you a new one. Um, so yeah. I guess it's, it's like a new thing, a lot more play. And then I saw it again at first. I thought I was like, a you know, upper end thing, but no, they're, uh, yeah. it's a big movement. I think they're going to tax straws or something like that. And the regular straws. So, yeah, well, Oof. Well, I mean, that's that's one way to do it, right? That's one way to do it. Yeah, tax anyway. it until uh, it's gone, and then the source of money dries up. It's uh, it's a, it's one way of thinking. So, <laughs> technology and business, we we kind of we we mentioned it, and obviously, you had a, you know, for you it was a shit show Monday. You uh, how, were you able to at least like get things done on your phone, or were you so reliant on your computer that it was just like a lost well, day? So like, you know. Um, it was so bad here. The snow was so bad. And um, like, uh, I mean, for anybody that doesn't live in northern, you know, the United States, like uh, where you get heavy snow. I mean, we're talking snow that snap telephone poles. Oh, I've seen trees down all over. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's multiple poles and trees like all over the place. There was electric like. We thought there was lightning because they were talking about maybe having like thunder snow or whatever, mm-hmm. but it wasn't lightning. It was transformers and electrical cables blowing all over the place. There was purple and green flashes outside oh, really? all all over from different directions. No and way. then, yeah, it was ridiculous. I mean, ridiculous. It was crazy. And um, so like, you know, on Facebook, we have a Facebook group for the neighborhood or whatever. So everybody in the neighborhood kind of is like, yeah, our power's down over here, which was super, super helpful. Um, you know, if you live in an area with a, with a Facebook group, a lot of, a lot of neighborhoods have them. Um, that is by far the best way. That was like the only way we really had any connection to the news of what was going on because everything was out. And the only thing we had was our phone. Um, so it was, it was pretty much just the only way to get real time information. So it's crazy through a Facebook group. Actually, someone robbed, uh, this house that I'm in right now. Uh, someone robbed the, the garage, um, and actually through the Facebook group for this community, 
the person was found because somebody, oh wow the, a picture was posted and then somebody else in the in the neighborhood saw this guy and he actually stole something else and the next thing you know they you know it all tied together and through this group, crazy yeah this person actually got got caught it's it's a digital neighborhood watch it really yeah. is and um yeah it's it's really it's cool to see that and it's it's really nice to um you know it's really nice to be in communication with your neighbors i think we we kind of get away from that because we're mm -hmm. so separated um you know like especially from you know moving away from the city where you don't i mean we lived in an apartment building with like lots of people and i never saw any neighbors the only neighbor i ever saw was the person across the hall <laughs> and it was just it would be like an uncomfortable thing when i'd see him when we're walking up to the the doors, you know, so it's like no, no conversation whatsoever. No, you didn't even I, say hi. I mean, we would be like, Hey, you know, how's it going? It would, but it'd be, it'd be awkward every single time. Same you thing. Know? Hey, how's yeah. It going? yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be awkward. It wouldn't, there's no, yeah. any, no deeper conversation, nothing like that. But now it's like, um, you know, suburban life is so much different. It's really weird. It's hard to get used to coming from the but city. But is it creepy though? You know, is, because essentially it's like there are eyes and ears everywhere. Well, That's I mean, part about it with technology. Yeah. I mean, well, the technology part is one thing, but I think that, um, you know, it, it's like it, it is nice because of the fact that you have people watching, you know, there are I mean, it, it sucks when you have like the, the lady that calls the cops every time you you turn your car on or something. But uh, we don't have that, thankfully, mm -hmm. uh, but it does exist. Oh, it but does. It, it's, it's just weird that, that people are friendly, like everybody has like their own like uh you know, a uh, place that they go shopping and mm -hmm. people interact and you kind of see the same faces. And it's so spread out compared to the city where everybody's on top of each other. And you could literally live like on the same block and never see the same person, you know. So that's it's it's a different dynamic, which I, I like it. But then you have to deal with things like this uh, where the power goes up. Could this be a good networking opportunity to actually network with your community members who normally you never would, right? Well, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, that's the thing. And and. That's the thing that was so amazing, mm -hmm. the, the fact that, like, people were out there like, hey, you know, if anybody needs, like, a generator, you know, let me know. Like, just random people that, you know. Oh, wow. And we, uh, and we were talking, like, uh, on the Facebook group with, with people and, like, actually having, a, like, a conversation. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's because everybody's power was out. That <laughs> could be one thing. Right. But, but uh, you know, uh, it does happen still. I mean, like, people are like, hey does anybody know like a contractor for this? And then you'll get five different people that'll say, but it's not advertisements. It's actually like people, you know, like down the street, like, Oh yeah, I, I taught this guy. So-and-so he did a good job for me when I needed this, you should give him a call. And it's just, it's cool to see that. It's like, I've uh, gotten some business through that actually. Not, not purposely, not knowingly. Um, yeah. Through Facebook groups. Cause yeah, I feel like there's definitely a trust that gets built up in those groups. Sure. Um, if they're in your community, then automatically there's just like that little sense. You know, yeah. Obviously, you're always going to go towards someone that you know or someone referred over someone you don't at all. Absolutely. And, uh, I've actually been lucky enough to get some business through that, through some people spreading my name in different groups. Sure. Great. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's 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 interesting to see how things work out. Um, but, you know, I mean, it's technology is is a really important part of everything and mm -hmm. pe i don't i don't think that people understand as much as as it, it, how how much it really is like in intertwined with every aspect of what you're doing you know like when your power and your internet goes out we were we were thinking like we don't even have a radio we don't have a radio <laughs> 
Like I was like, do we have a radio? No, we don't. So there's no way. What is that? What is that thing? But going back to what I was saying before about the telephone pole snapping, um, the power was out so bad and there was so much snow that I didn't even have a cell signal for, for data. So like, uh, I could, I could get phone calls, but my Mm -hmm. data was down, um, for, for like a few hours. Like my phone literally, I couldn't even go on the internet on my phone. So I was completely, completely cut off from everybody. Whoa. whoa, Okay. So that's the part I was going to ask. You actually had no phone service too. Yeah. I mean, how does that happen? I had, I had cell service, but I didn't have data service like the, you know, because there was so much ice on everything and like. This is, you don't, we don't really get good, good reception here already, mm-hmm. but like when it gets, when there's so much stuff in the way, you're talking about radio signals and that's how your data works. So when you're talking like just the heaviest, grossest snow, caking, everything, turning into ice, like it just cuts down the signal so much that it was unusable. And then at the same time, the, the, the pressure on the network of everybody being out of internet, there's only so much internet that everybody can get through. There's the pipes only so big. So it I couldn't even... I couldn't even like do anything. I couldn't go on any websites or I couldn't even like open the weather app, which is crazy. So for like a good, like two or three hours, we, it was, it was like the stone age. There was no power. There was nothing. Um, all you could hear was just cracks and pops of like things breaking outside. Well, I didn't even know it was that bad. Like when you told me you had no internet and power you know i thought it was just your computer but your phone too i mean that's like a whole nother yeah. level because we yeah. are so dependent like for me for example i was gonna say that for me if i lost my internet uh my power for example i could still i could still run my business for the most part i could yeah as long as i have my phone and i could find a way to charge it whether it's through my car or going somewhere else i could still run my business because for the most part i have everything kind of streamlined in a way that uh, whether whatever it is, pretty much, essentially, I could almost access everything through the phone. Even my, even all my accounting stuff. Like I almost have it in the way that I could access everything through my phone. And that, I've been kind of lucky, and that, it kind of took me some time to build it up that way. But uh, if I lost that part, like yes, there are certain things that you just need the computer. You know, like yeah. convenience, be able right. to type it out for me, and be able to maybe just have that bigger screen for certain things. But uh, if I lost the phone service too, that data. Yeah, I mean, then it's crazy. Yeah, then it's, it's like, crazy. We're shit out of luck because then, I mean, then I could still call people and get things done that way. So it'd just be a lot of calls mm-hmm. and communication and kind of like how things used to be done. That doesn't mean it's not possible, right? I mean, it, you just got to kind of adjust at that moment. How yeah. did how did you adjust on Monday? Like when you lost those three hours, were you able to do anything business wise, or were you just kind of gave up, or were you well, still calling people? I mean, at that point, I I mean, I was. I had to protect the house, you know, I mean, like, uh, make sure things are that, you know, when it, when it gets that far, like, I'm not even thinking anymore about that. Like, you know, we'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Um, because I mean, you know, uh, it's, it's just, uh, yeah, it was, it was pretty rough. We had to figure out like the heating situation and, you know, no. Yeah. So it's just, um, yeah, it gets rough, but, uh, yeah, I mean like, uh, for the most part, a phone you can get by with with handling emails and things like that um you know and and one of the things that was really really great was the fact that there's other people you know that can pick up some of this slack if something goes down um you know like uh there there actually were some issues that i found out about you know when when the power was off and there was nothing i could really do about it Mm -hmm. but i did have my phone at that time so i could like you know 
some of it was just handled automatically because the the people knew what was going on. Yes. Uh, but but then I was able to be like, okay, do this or you know call this person or whatever, and um, it, it got taken care of. But if I didn't have people um, that were able to kind of handle that stuff, and I was just all by myself, mm-hmm. it would be it'd be madness. It'd be a nightmare. As a matter of fact, the people across the street right now still don't have power. So what? yeah, so we're really lucky. Uh, they don't have power uh, across the street. So, so essentially, you're saying it's a lot better to start up a business with other people in place or other people that kind of get there over time, right? Yes. Than doing it yes. all yourself. And, and another thing is if say for instance, I was really stingy about permissions mm-hmm. uh, and somebody didn't have the credentials to handle the same types of things that I can handle, mm-hmm. then we would be screwed, you know, because, you know, a, a lot of people, especially in this type of industry, they, they, you know, uh, I can't let anybody know anything. Um, but you have to be able to have somebody there, like who knows, you know, something could happen to me and I could be impaired and, you know, but, but is that, is that, is it fair to my customers, uh, to have their businesses on the back of one person and not know it? It's not. Yeah. It's not. It's not fair at all. I mean, so, some people do run businesses that way, and power to them. You know, I, I, like, I have nothing against it. I'm not gonna tell you how you have to run your business, and if that's how you thrive, and you know, that's how you want to do it. But then, customers should probably know that that you're right. strictly working with you. Well, then they get that personal experience because they're constantly working with you. But they should know that you can't be there 24 seven. Right. If something goes right. wrong. Like yeah, that's it. And. You got to set that expectation early. Like like me nowadays, I had this issue a lot where people are expecting me to come to these job sites. People are expecting me to you know be doing a lot of this labor, and I have to like I, I've had to start telling people like you know I know that you've seen my name you know everywhere with Hodgepodge. You I know you deal with yeah. with me a lot on the phone, but unfortunately I cannot be there for to go to your job. Like I just you know you're not to say your job doesn't matter, but I have to, you know, I have 10 people now on the team that I'm trying to keep employed. Yeah. And with that, I have to be out doing other things such as getting more business or making sure things are running smoothly. I can't be there at the job. So uh, that's, yeah. that's one way. And so I'm trying to grow the business. I'm actually working on putting together uh, some sort of manual system like uh, where when things go wrong, there's like a troubleshoot. So when yeah. I'm not there, someone could access this and solve the issues without me there. That's a good idea. Is That's that great. something? Is that something that you have in place? Yeah, I mean, something? not 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 as much as uh, probably it would come into play with you, um, but I mean, so like digitally, everybody kind of knows their job already, mm-hmm. and everybody knows their permissions, and it's important, uh, you know, to to have. When I, when I, whenever I bring somebody on, whatever the scope of their stuff is, I do have, these are the things, this is kind of like the, the, the workflow of how this stuff works. These are the passwords that you have. And they always have the access to that. Um, you know, I guess like, um, it's just a different type of business, but when you say a manual system, what would it accomplish? And what, what do you mean? Uh, what, what type of troubleshooting would you get done? I guess what what do you mean by that? How would that yeah, how yeah. is it going to work? I guess I I figure for you you with being more contractor based, a lot of the contractors already are like you you pre-screen them, right? Like they come in 
with certain certifications yeah. and they kind of know how to get things done already. Whereas I don't know, maybe here I'm kind of building a crew team up, you know, in a certain yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I makes sense. Yeah. Want them more, like a um, training manual. You're saying just yes, like a trip, right? Okay, yeah. So when yeah. something hits the fan at a job and an item breaks, for example, or the somebody gets in a fight, I don't know, or the customer customer just uh has some some complaint about something breaking or yeah. something that you know wasn't our fault something that they could look back on instead of going straight to me right away right yeah there, there's a manual in place uh digital that they could look back on and how to handle this problem um mm-hmm. let's say uh something happens and a guy gets sick and can't show up to a job you know who could we call next uh have the people in place that could work for that job yeah or just uh how to how to go about you know dealing with a customer claim for a product if something is broken, going down the line of okay did I do this did I do that, you know is the problem handled yes good let me know let my assistant know, uh, I don't really have an assistant but let's uh, but when you do yeah. yes but when I do, the chain of for command example, exactly. outlining the chain of command and kind yeah. of like yeah yeah that, yeah absolutely yeah and that and the, see that. Nowadays, it's so much easier to be able to make that happen as opposed to back in the day where you had to get like, you know, get a manual printed out and hand it out and all that stuff and people lose it and nobody, you know, so it's almost useless Mm -hmm. and costs you a hell of a lot more money. But nowadays, there's there's almost unlimited uh, options as to kind of how to accomplish that. And that's great. So, I mean, um, you know, these type of easy tools, uh, you know, technology is something that's just so amazing and it's really just about kind of coming up with the ideas and what the useful things are. And then, you know, if you don't necessarily know how to do it yourself, that's what people like I am uh, here to do, you know, uh, or companies like me. Um, and so, you know, it's, it's, it's really something to, uh, to, to be grateful for, but at the same time, uh, you gotta, you gotta kind of like, uh, take take pause and, and and realize that keep backups you know have another plan you know when when the digital method doesn't work you know the knowledge like i guess one of the funny things that i that i've heard is like you know people know so much now you know people have access to infinite amounts of knowledge because they have google in their hand at all times but i think that people retain much less so like uh, back in the day you had to know everybody that you know his phone number. You know how many people's phone numbers do you know now? What happens if you what you know what I mean? What happens if mm-hmm. like uh, you had to call somebody that you talk to every day and you don't even know their phone number? You, do yeah. you know the phone number to your boss or whatever? Oh, do you know, have that memorized? What happens if you lose your phone on the on the subway or something and uh, you're going to be late for work and now you lose your job because you didn't call? I them. had that issue. I've had that issue numerous times. Like back when I worked. Uh, I think when I was at the public accounting firm RSM, uh, I had that issue. I could not find a number to anybody uh, when I didn't have access to my phone, mm-hmm. and uh, and I couldn't even find like the main company number either. Uh, yeah, there's no there's was, no phone book. <laughs> oh man, yeah, that was bad. That was bad. Yeah. You're giving me nightmares right now. It's and, crazy. And I I don't want to put it in the sense that I'm trying to create any hierarchy because I'm against that. I'm not I'm not here trying to do that, but. I want to create something that everybody else could feel like they play their role, you know, as part of this team that they could access and solve these problems, attempt to solve these problems with their best ability on their own without having to go to 
always to me with these certain things, like whether or not they go to the next person, you know, and then maybe this person will have a better grasp on the problem. So, yeah. Yeah, uh, I guess sharing the responsibilities and the roles, and that's kind of yeah. what uh, what I'm trying to focus on over here. That's uh, that's a that's a good move, definitely. That'll definitely cut down on things. I mean, and um, one one really safe place to put things is always a website, you know. And you know, people think, oh, well, if it's online, it's you know, it's totally public. Public, yeah. Um, but that's not necessarily true. I mean, um, everything is just on a website. Everything that you do, it's just a matter of having the right login and password. So, you know, as as long as you're not putting, don't ever put your customers, uh, you know, um, information on your website, even on the private side, Mm -hmm. don't ever do that. You should have a separate type of system for that. But, you know, for anything that's going to be like, um, human resources or kind of, uh, anything help, help, uh, knowledge base, always have that stuff uh, accessible, maybe behind a password because that, that'll almost never go down. Mm-hmm. You know, um, that's what you pay a host for. So, you know, I mean, if, if that goes down, then you need to switch your host because a host uh, of a website generally has multiple fail saves. And if something even gets hacked, um, you're always going to have access to it somewhere. So um, that's always a good move. And, you know, it's it's easy. People know, OK, we'll just go to the website. Mm-hmm. You know, have all your contact information there, you know, and, and you know, log in, have everybody know, like, you know, em- their employee ID number is their password or something, you know, whatever. But, um, yeah, that, that's that's what we do. Um, you know, that I do that for some customers, too, like um, for real estate, like uh, having a good place for, um, you know, having the forms and all that stuff is cool for uh, for for like uh, the contractors having you know, um, the forms for the, the salespeople that go out and all that, you know, all that stuff is super helpful and it cuts down on the, um, amount of time that you have to spend, uh, doing these tedious things that the computer can do much more efficient and the computer never has to eat and never has to sleep. So it's an employee that you don't really have to pay and, uh, that never goes to bed. They're always working. I would, I'm assuming the more cost effective way, like for someone like me, instead of making a login for the employees would be probably to make a separate page and just not publish that page at all. Right. And only give them the links to it. Sure. Yeah. You could do it. Absolutely. You could do it that way. Yeah, absolutely. How how would you go about it? What do you think? What's your preferred method? Well, uh, there's a couple of different ways. I mean, uh, one way would just to make a subdirectory, be like, you know, hodgepodge or what is it? Go hodgepodge.com slash, um, uh, employee services or employees or mm-hmm. whatever uh or or uh, you can do uh a subdomain where it would be like um you know employee services.gohodgepodge.com oh okay so can you actually explain to me what a subdomain and to the listeners out there uh how does a subdomain work what is it exactly well so a subdomain is anything that comes before the actual mm-hmm. site so like if if say say you uh like, like for instance, like what I just said. So if you say something like um, clientservices.gohodgepodge.com, mm-hmm. that whatever dot before is is the subdomain. So it's a mm-hmm. it's a domain that is uh, um, it's it's a it's a so there's a difference between a domain and a page. Mm-hmm. You know, a subdomain is like a a, a sub. Uh, 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 it's it's another it's another address that points to a separate folder. You know what I mean? Uh, it's all basically files on computers. So, you know, there's different ways to go about it. Uh, you can set different permi- uh, permissions with subdomains. Uh, it's it's not under the same d- 
directory uh, as as the main page. It's it's above that, you know, or or separate than that. With I, I'm not going to get super technical about yeah, it. Yeah. But it's 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 basically a, a, a more compartmentalized way of directing traffic um, separately uh, under your domain. You know what I mean? And can anybody just make a subdomain, or do you have to like go and purchase another one? Like, how does that work? Uh, so if you have, if, if it depends on your host. I mean, everybody has different services, but mm-hmm. uh, generally, a subdomain. Like, uh, if you own your, if you own your own, if you do your own hosting, like if you're on GoDaddy or something like that, and you pay like uh, the, for basic, I think you would have to pay an extra fee for a separate sub subdomain. Mm-hmm. I believe, I'm not sure. But uh, if you do your own hosting and you have like some sort of like cPanel or something like that, um, like, it, th- it, like through you, yeah, like through me, you can request a subdomain and it's free. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's you know I mean it just comes with it. Uh, with, with I mean we could do it. It's not a problem. Uh, but it, it's it's all about just setting it up. Uh, I wouldn't recommend. So like I wouldn't recommend uh, somebody that doesn't understand that stuff to really mess with that because mm-hmm. you can screw things up. And, uh, you, you know, unless you're going to f- actually be dealing with files and doing transfers, then that's not really something that you're ever going to want to touch. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and another thing is like, you know, if you have like a security, uh, if you have like a certificate, like SSL, you know, where it's got the green lock, yep. um, the subdomain not, might, may not be covered by that, mm. uh, where a subdirectory may be. Yes. Uh, you know, so so there's different ways to think about it, and that's where you talk to somebody that actually, you know, is going to maintain and manage that stuff. So talk to a professional like you, huh? Well, yeah, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, you know, I mean, there, there's there's lots of different ways to do things, you know, and, and it, it. So my my expertise isn't necessarily. Um, I, I mean, uh, I, I'm like the first line of attack for for that type of stuff, you know, mm-hmm. like um, the way that stuff works. But my expertise is figuring out the right way to do things and then passing it off to the person that actually does it at the highest level. So, you know, having having the actual developer uh, handle that stuff, I mean, uh, and, and, you know, um, you know, uh, administrator, I guess you'd call it handle that stuff. So it's not always me and yeah. you know sometimes uh there's there's different ways to do things that that sure. i don't even have an understanding of um, i'm you know i don't speak all the the code and languages uh i i kind of uh, mid-level with all that stuff but yeah and uh, i mean yeah. you're not expected to know everything and right i mean that's that's how it should be everywhere you should focus on what <laughs> you should focus on what you do best right and there's and so many different things there's, there's so many different things that can do right. those things much better and you just have to learn and something I'm always still learning to let go of those tasks and those yeah. things. Oh man, well, yeah, definitely uh technology and business, they go hand in hand. They could uh either be a blessing or they could be a nightmare, such as in your case. Uh luckily I, I don't want to jinx it. I haven't had as bad of a scenario, you know, with technology. I've had other related incidences with trucks yeah. breaking down, people not showing up, for example, or things breaking. I mean, what you name it. But with technology specifically, I haven't had that full experience. So this is actually a good way. It's a wake-up call for, for me, you know, the, a wake-up call for you again. And then any listener out there, you know, how reliant are you? Do you have the procedures in place? Do you have the right backups? Do you have manuals? Do you have people in place, right? Um, the, the list goes on. 
Yeah. And you could definitely contact us, talk to us about it. And uh, we definitely will definitely fill you in on uh, what we know. We definitely uh, have have had our fair share of, of issues. <laughs> sure. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, uh, and if we don't know it, then we'll find the right person. Find the right person. Right. We don't know it all. We don't. We, we like not. to th- we like to think we do. And yeah, the like the more you do. the more you know, uh, you know. I guess it, it's what do they say? They say like, you know, the the smarter you are, uh, the more you know you don't know, you know, or something like that. You just confused me so badly right now. <laughs> wow, yeah. and I and I thought I was awake, but after speaking yeah. to you, man, you just put me back to sleep. Oh, thanks, man. <laughs> no, you really confused me. Uh, I have no idea what you said, so let's, just, <laughs> let's end it at that. Let's end it at that. R&R, rants and recaps, everybody. 66. Let's get it. Everybody, hope you crush the rest of your week. We'll be talking again soon with Steve and Miro. We're going to say bye. Peace. Bye. <laughs> yeah. That is all for this episode of Boss to Boss. Your next step is to visit boss2boss.com, where you will find proven techniques followed by professionals to help you make that next step. Again, that is boss, the number two, boss.com. And remember, the time is now.